You're listening to a podcast from Grace Church in Salado, Texas. For more information and resources just like this, visit us online at gracesalado.com. All right. Well, hello and welcome to the Grace Church Salado podcast. My name is David Laws, and I'm joined again by my friend, Jason Goings, who's the pastor of Preaching and Vision here at Grace. Jason, thanks for joining me. Um, as I'll say, as always, I always have to catch myself now because we have a, a, a rotation of folks that, that come in, but I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad I'm your friend. <laughs> Each week you introduce me as your friend. I'm glad I'm still your friend. But for what it's worth, I usually, most of the people we have in here, I still call them friends too. So Well, good. So you've just got do. a lot of friends. Well, at least so. three. You, <laughs> <laughs> you actually have more friends because I've heard uh, from our last week's podcast, several people asking me about this cinnamon bun burger oh, that man. you ate and that we talked about last week. I feel like I'm still feeling the repercussions of that choice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was your choice. That's one that sticks with you. <laughs> sticks with you, yeah. <laughs> Sticky buns. Oh, goodness. Well, what'd you do today? Anything big happened in your life today? Got a house. You got so, it? You closed on a house? Closed on yeah. a house, yeah. We've, we've been looking for a long, long time. Um, we had a place up in Temple, uh, but just trying to get farther south. So closed on a house today. We... Uh, if Willie's, if you're listening, thanks for letting us stay at your place when the little transition time. Uh, but yeah, we closed, so that's a long process that is now in the rearview window. That's great, man. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, for those of you who are listening, I'm sure you didn't tune in just to hear about my family's living situation. Uh, we do this podcast every week so that you would come away just having a greater appreciation for God's Word and knowing how you can take what you're reading and just immediately apply it into your life. And so this week, uh, our reading, uh, our life verse, rather, is going to be coming from Psalm 136, verse 1. And it says this, Give thanks to the Lord, for He's good. His faithful love endures forever. So, Jason, this is a really uh, popular, famous, well-known, whatever word you want to use, uh, verse that a lot of people have probably heard before. Um, so, you know, let's just jump right in. When you when you see this, what, what stands out to you? What comes to mind? What... Uh, what what comes to the forefront of your attention when you look at it? Um, well, like most of the psalms, these are these are songs. You know, this is a song with a command. Like it's a it's a it's a call to worship. Hey, come and give thanks to the Lord. So, if you're asking what the first thing is that comes to my mind, is that it's just a very clear, direct. Okay, let's let's. It almost feels like because you're just starting with verse one, like. Stop whatever you're doing and give thanks. Now, what's cool about the rest of this is it tells you why you yeah. give thanks. But yeah, it's it's well, and it's cool that it starts off with a command, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's giving thanks is not just this good habit to have. Having a thankful heart is not just a desirable thing, but it's an it's an obedience thing. I mean, he says, "Give thanks." So if we're not living a lifestyle where we're giving thanks, then then that's it's a big deal. Like, it's not just like, yeah, that's something we want to kind of be moving towards or, or leaning more into. I mean, that's a really clear command here. Give thanks. Well, and to your point, if it's not in your lifestyle, if you the, the remainder of the chapter is a, is just a, a repetition of, of the latter part of the verse. You know, this one says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And then it says for a steadfast love or is, is, steadfastness and love endures forever and after each verse it says that same phrase has said over and over and over and over again it's a reminder of if you're if you're not giving thanks then you're not understanding and knowing the goodness of God and so so this verse 
is so great because it's almost like the invitation is not just the command to give thanks, but come and know the Lord. And the response will be, give thanks to God. Like, come know him. Give thanks to God. He's this. Give thanks to God. Yeah. Give, you know, so. Well, and that command's tied to a promise, too. Like, this isn't just talking about a general, like, gratitude. It's not talking like some opaque, vague, you know, like, hey, be thankful. I mean, it says, be thankful because he's good, you know? And so the thing that's supposed to drive that gratitude is is God's goodness. That's supposed to be kind of the origin or the spring where that well is... is mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how my water works. That sounds like something that... <laughs> sounds like how it works. Leave that to the plumbers. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but the... But that, you know, it's it's his goodness and his goodness applied is, is applied to us because his steadfast love endures forever. And so that makes me think of this question, you know, that we should be asking Dave is it, when it comes to giving things to the Lord, are there times where you, you want to make a list of things to be thankful for just to remind yourself, well, he did this, he's done this, he's done this. It, and is it actions or is kind of a loaded question yeah. or is there a list of attributes or is it both? How do you do it? I was going to say, Wait. yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think the ap- attributes are a really big one. There was a season where I was memorizing the different names for God, and that was really impactful and still kind of carries on to this day. But something that came to mind as you were asking that question, um, A, I wish I had kept a journal throughout my life of times where God provided and answered prayers and just responded to things. Because now I, there's times where I think back, I'm like, man, I know God did things and answered prayers I was grateful for in the moment, but they just kind of, the forgetfulness of the Israelites, right? Like we just, we, right. we forget God's providence and care. But one rhythm that we've started as a family um, that I think is kind of trying to move towards this is every day we kind of did a, a pivot of the traditional like highs and lows. And I try and every day ask my kids, what's something you're grateful for today? Or what's something that um, that you're thankful for today and trying to teach them to have an awareness of gratitude. Like God did this for me today or, or this happened and I can see God's goodness in my life today. Like almost training them and, and we partic- participate yeah. too. So it's not just them, but almost trying to train ourselves up to acknowledge Use God's that vocabulary care. specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to, for, first of all, praise God that you're doing that with your, your family. That's awesome. And I hope every listener is encouraged by that. And, and tries to do that sort of family worship and, and reality um, check, you know, with the kids a lot because it's really it really matters, you know. Uh, when they get older, they'll start rolling their eyes at it. And, well, they're but, already starting to get some eye rolls, but <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, but back to the journaling. Um, a lot of what we see here in this chapter is is the journaling. Of, yeah. Remember, he's done this. Remember, he's done this. It's a record and. Um, I haven't been as good of a journaler. Journal, I haven't journaled well uh, since COVID. Really, for some yeah. reason, hmm. you know, before COVID, I was I was a pretty habitual journaler, and um, I was in such a habit of journaling that on my birthday every year, I would read that year's journal back because mm-hmm. it would usually about I would fill up one journal in one year. And I would leave the front page of the journal blank all throughout the year. And then on my birthday, some sometime around my birthday, I would reread that journal. And then I would mm-hmm. write on the front page, thank you, Lord. And I would list the things that I, I oh, saw wow. him do. So it was a habit I got into when I, right 
actually right out of college. And uh, so on my bookshelf at home, I have a lot of journals. And so hmm. um, I just, yeah, I want to encourage you to get back. Let's, we should start doing that. Like yeah. You should start doing that. It's a really beautiful thing. And, um, and it's what the psalmist is doing here for us. Um, we don't, for time's sake, we're not going to read the whole chapter, but I encourage the listener read this cause you're listening to a journal entry of praise to God for, for reasons of his attributes and for who he is, this first verse for he is good, but every one of them is his steadfast love endures forever. And it's repeated. Yeah. So. Well, and two really important ap- applications that I think you kind of like, you kind of just mentioned, but I think are important for us to know is like. If you want to have that heart of gratitude, it needs to be tied to the Lord's goodness. So how do we keep the Lord's goodness on the top of our consciousness? And you mentioned two different kind of pathways to getting there. One is to remember his attributes, and then I think the other one was like maybe testimonies or, or stories. Yeah. And, th- and so if you're just sitting there and you're like, man, I don't know, like I, I wouldn't consider myself a particularly grateful person. I don't find myself meditating on the goodness of God and that, you know, erupting into this this heart of gratitude. Those are two ways to get there that I think are 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 good for anyone that's listening to be able to, to move that well, direction. It's the building in that discipline, right? Yeah. That Like the habit of reflection. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, uh, most people, we don't have to discipline ourselves to reflect on bad things, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. we have a sudden terror, sudden an- anxiousness, and it, we don't have to discipline ourselves to to recall negative things. They're always coming at us, it seems like. But for some reason, we have to in the renewing of our mind, the retraining it, we have to discipline ourselves to reflect on the good. Hmm. So that's, I would encourage, yeah, what you're saying is that's the same thing. Well, and even to extrapolate on that just a little bit more, I've I've been thinking recently about how one of the most common sins um, really of, of of all believers right now is probably forgetfulness. Like I was thinking about how we're commanded to remember, 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 and yet we don't often take steps to remember. We know that we're prone to forget, and so if we're not actively doing something to combat that, and I was thinking about this in terms of myself, right, like with what I was just saying. I'm not prone to remember, and I'm not usually diligent enough about taking steps to remember. Um, But there's a domino effect here, you know, and if that step right there is missing, then we're not going to remember God's goodness, and then we're not going to find ourselves with grateful hearts, Mm. and then we're not going to be living in obedience. I mean, those they're all tied together, I guess, is where I'm... I'm going. And well, and that reminds me when you said that um, the key is remembering, but but it's also again another domino to that is is remembering the right good thing. Like like it's not give thanks to the Lord for the fifties were good. It's not give thanks to the Lord because my high school days were good. It's it's not give thanks to the Lord because this day and age was good and today's bad. No, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Like as you remember, okay, what was it about, and this is obviously for older generation, what was it about the fifties that was so good? Like where was God in that? When, you know, for us generation Xers, what was it that was good about your child? Like look for God's work all in what you would call good and, and remember that. It's yeah. good. It's good because we all do that, right? We always nostalgia, like yeah. the idol. The idol of nostalgia creeps in when we try to remember. Yeah, and God's like, "Well, no, I was there. Yeah. I was the one doing this." So. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it, when you look at the next verse or the next part of this verse too, His faithful love endures forever. 
Mm-hmm. I think what it does is take exactly what you're saying and it flips it around and looks forward to mm-hmm. like this yeah, is the God who yeah. was good and is good and will be good. You Forever. know, yeah. and in our prayer, you know, leading up to the podcast, we were even talking mm-hmm. about or praying about like God will be good in millennia from now. Yeah. You know, like there will never be a time in the in the history past or mm-hmm. future where God is not continuing to be good. Yeah. And um, the it, God that was good to us when we were 15 or 25 or 40 will be good to our great grandchildren's fortieth yeah. day. Like he's he doesn't change. And so maybe even enough you know, we mentioned the two routes earlier that someone could take to remembering God's goodness. Maybe a third one too is just remembering the promises of God. We talked mm-hmm. about Absolutely. his attributes and his and the testimonies of our lives. So maybe even a third one is the promises of yeah. looking ahead and these things will always be true. Right. And the promises get highlighted because of his attributes. Yeah. Like who's gonna thwart the promise? He made the promises He's good to keep them. Yeah. It was good. And Just, I I feel like we've we've kind of talked around this verse, but I actually want to back up and ask you about one particular phrase in it that I feel like is kind of a pillar in there. Faithful love. Like, can you – just when mm-hmm. you see that phrase, are there certain thoughts or ideas or anything that comes to mind with that that you're like, man, God's faithful love, this is meaningful for us? Honestly, I mean, since you put me on the spot, the first thing that really does come to my mind is the contrast of his love and my love. Mm-hmm. His love is faithful. My love isn't always faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, his love is enduring forever. My love, sometimes, if we're being honest, right, is kind of conditional um, and based on what have you done for me lately, you know, and immediately that's what comes to my mind. When I hear his faithful love, I just compare it wow, okay, his love is better than my love. And, yeah. and and then applied, right, is, man, in my worst and the darkest moments where I was doing, I was really showing love to the enemies of God, like to the world or to culture, giving in to whatever sin instead of finding pleasure in him, he is still faithfully loving me. You yeah. know, it's just so... Yeah. I don't know if that's what you, but that's what came to my mind. No, it's good, you know, and, and, I, and there's other translations too, which we'll call like loving kindness. And, mm-hmm. and it, it almost reminds me too of like just what Corey was talking on this past Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, of like, I, just, I even Is had this. Corey one of your friends? He's another one of my friends. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I, <laughs> joins us on the podcast yeah. from time to time. I'm only friends with people who come yeah, and speak yeah, on the podcast. So. That's the full circle of my oikos. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, Sorry. I was just, you know, I was just thinking this image came to mind of like God almost being like a lion who we've raised, this is going to be a very odd metaphor that breaks down quickly. So just, you know, chew the meat and spit out the bones. But like this lion that's that's with us, that but like cares for us, like it's not hostile. And this idea of like, it has this like ferocious love, if it were to protect us, like it would come out as a ferocity, mm-hmm. but also could have this like loving kindness where we could like lay our head on it and be oh, safe. Oh, yeah. You know? it's, well, it's Aslan. You know? well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you just... <laughs> It's uh, for all the C.S. Lewis. Sorry, C.S. Lewis. I didn't mean to butcher your analogy. But but what's beautiful about that, that picture of Aslan is he always where he's always at the same height of the child that he's with. Like, so as as Lucy grows, Aslan's at that same height, you know, it's just that that picture of he meets us where we are. Yeah. um, And he's not safe. 
yeah. Well, I, <laughs> but he is that's kind. Right. Or he is good. I He's think good, yeah. He good, yeah. So. Well, at the risk of butchering any more uh, <laughs> theologians, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a good landing place for, for this passage. And so for everyone listening, we want to say thank you for joining us on the Grace Slato podcast. And we hope this discussion spurs you on in your love for Jesus and your love for people this week. We look forward to sharing again next week on our live verse.